You hear that? That's the awkward silence of a family dinner after you just got caught vaping. Most vapes contain high levels of nicotine and disappointment. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and colonel and dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio with me is the heavyweight podcasting champion of the world, J.J. Purdom. I know. Thank you so very much. I would have preferred to also be called the king of all video games in the absence of Adrian. <laughs> okay. Because the... I'm, he's not here, so okay. I should just okay. take all the nicknames. Is that how that works? So I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. So you're just kind of like uh, subbing for him right tonight. So you are the king of video games and resident superstar and heavyweight podcasting. That's a lot. That's too many titles. I think that's a little. Think, and I don't think it to, is. I don't. I don't think it is. I think we're gonna have okay. to agree to disagree. All I right. feel like I could. I could always. I could always take on more. Uh, I don't know. Could you? No. Can I you handle that? Good. That the weight of all that? The responsibility. No, I'm the one who, like, every couple of weeks tells you, like, yeah, I can't record tonight. So I'm like, no, I can't <laughs> handle the responsibility. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I so, thought. And look at Adrian <laughs> taking a break, taking a yeah. time out. Well, what the? so here's the thing, though. It's not just a break. He's cheating on us. <gasps> you yeah. don't say. It's it's that bad. Even Even you've never done that. No. You've 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 just not shown up, but you've never cheated on us. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, from what I understand, at least the last text I received from him is uh, some friends, which I will go ahead and name their names because we love them very dearly. But he said uh, old Patrick needed help, uh, and I'm just going to assume he meant Patrick Ellers from Nintendo Cartridge Society. So. Keep a lookout on uh, on their feed if you want to see some Adrian. If you really just absolutely hate me and JJ, <laughs> just check out Nintendo Cartridge Society, and uh, Adrian will probably be over there this week, uh, unless I was misinformed on that. But you gotta go get your Adrian fix. You go ahead and tune in over there. That's what I understood, anyways. Um, but yeah, he is out uh, subbing for them. They were in a pinch. They needed a yeah, Patrick needed an extra host. So just me and. JJ, the, yeah, the, the original, original crew. Yeah, yeah I love this it. is like Super Gamer Boys classic here or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we're gonna, we're gonna have all kinds of bits planned for a little bit later where we're making fun of your mom. No, we were doing that last week, so it's not like we have to. We didn't have to have Adrian around to do that to totally mercilessly beat you <laughs> up and like do mom jokes and stuff like that. Uh, man, I was hoping I was hoping you would, you know, feel a little more. Like, oh yeah, no, that's 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 a mean Adrian thing. So you have to, but if you, I, no, I, I think no, I think no, I think that's no. the way to go. I think that's better. no holds barred. You're like, in oh, fact, okay. your mom and dad are out of the country right now. So like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's like carte blanche for me to do <laughs> or say or possibly even think anything at this moment right now. I mean, they they still listen to the show, so not anything. <laughs> well, okay, sure, that's true. <laughs> 
Um, how's your how's how's your week been, JJ? Change the like, subject quick. JJ. I feel like we haven't Changes. been able to catch up in a while. When it's when it's three of us, it's hard to like get everyone get you know get the temperature on everyone because it's like you know one person tells their story and then it's like okay, let's get on with the show. But it's just you and me. How's your week been? How are you doing? Uh, well, weather is kind of goofy here in Nebraska, okay. as you probably okay. can imagine. We have some crazy stuff called wind, and so when I say wind. You and I think California wind, where it's like, oh, man, it gusted like crazy today. It was like 15 to 20 miles per hour gust. It was, whew, I was getting dirt in my eye. Here, they're like 80 or 100, and like windows are getting busted out, and it's just insane. Um, It's June, and it rained yesterday. So I don't know what's going on with the weather And I was like, okay, maybe this is just normal. And like the Nebraskans are used to that. So I've asked a few of them because they have like a Nebraska meeting. Uh, You know, so I just had there's only seven of us in the whole state. So I I was like, hey, is this normal, guys? And they're like, no, no, it's not. (laughs) So that's not good. Oh, so they're all confused, too. That's not good. That that might be a sign of the end of the world is what that is. Well, Uh, (laughs) some people do say like they're like, oh, it's not it's Nebraska. You, You can get some of that. Uh, did you know Larry the Cable Guy is from here? I said, yes, I, yes, I'm fully aware that he's from here. Uh, is he really from there? Yeah, he's from Nebraska. So okay. he's actually, uh, yeah, he, the accent's fake. I don't know if you know that. Um, well, but Yeah, I assume okay, so. Okay, <laughs> so, so he, uh, yeah, he's from here. He's from a little town not too far away from where I'm at. So. Okay. Um, crazy. I, I don't know why for some reason I just assumed he was from like, he seems like someone who'd be from Florida or something like that's mm. <laughs> or, or probably or, now. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of the Larry, the cable guys living in Florida. Now all or, of the or, craziest news comes from Germany or Florida. You know, right, like that, anything where somebody's having sex with an alligator, it's either Germany or it's Florida. <laughs> I, I was on uh, Reddit the other day and I forget what, uh, what page it was on but it's uh, there's this video of this lady was driving through this intersection and someone like hits her like t-bones her, like but, like hits the tail end of her car she kind of like swerves a little bit she gets control pulls over stops she gets out of the car real quick and runs over to like check on the person that just hit her uh and all mm-hmm. of a sudden that car like started to like take off it was like oh. gone. Uh, and she like jumps in front of the car. She's like, no, you are not hitting and running. Like, <laughs> I'm going to hold you. She gets on the hood of the car. The car starts driving a little bit and then stops. Finally, she gets off. Um, she runs back to her car to get her phone. I think to probably call 911 or something. And the car takes off. She oh, she wow. has a she has a dash camera. So she is like you can see the whole thing. She slams it in gear. She takes off It's full like high speed pursuit between it's like this old lady, like these two old ladies, like chasing each other through the streets of Florida somewhere. And it was like the most bizarre thing. And finally, she literally like whole full on like police technique, like bumps, like they like leads the lady into a parking lot, a small enclosed parking lot. And then like bumps her fender, gets her to spin out and pins her against the wall, like 
full on like demolition derby style. She gets out of the car, <laughs> runs over to the car, rips the door open, grabs the keys out of the ladies in the ignition and then runs away like to keep the lady from driving away again. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like this is insane. insane. And all the comments are just like, ah, is this is normal in Florida. Like, is this is what you do. <laughs> Whatever. Like, obviously, <laughs> everyone's just joking around. It's just like, oh, yep. Yeah, of course. It's Florida. <laughs> that makes sense. This lady like took the law in her own hand. She's like, you're not going to hit and run me. <laughs> wow. That's a vigilante justice. You got to love that. Right? Stuff, man. Oh, man, it was insane. Was awesome. But in the end, I was just like, OK, like you did all that. But at what cost? Because now it went from like, oh, it was a hit and run. And you could have just got their license plate off your dash cam to, oh, now it's a hit and run. But you also like chased this person, endangered so many other people on the road. Like you're just you're in just as much, if not more, trouble than the other person. So, Smash cut to her being in jail for like yeah, you know, for right? three to six months. Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah. this, so, what a bizarre thing. <laughs> despite all of the the slams of an actual state and the way that the whole state and another country uh, enacts, we are actually a video game podcast. <laughs> We are the Super Gamer Boys. You guys are joining us here this week. It's just Garrett and myself. Adrian took a hike. If you're just joining us on Twitch, he's decided that he doesn't like us anymore. It's mostly due to his dislike of Garrett. That's I mean, actually probably the reality. He he wanted to let me down softly by saying he's helping a friend, but I'm sure next week the res- resignation comes, and then the week after that he's a permanent host on uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society is how I see it happening, but... That's, that's what it is. He's he's never really liked me. It's always been a kind of a behind the scenes thing. But now that you mention it live on the show, yeah, his, you know, beef between me and Adrian. He just, uh, I don't know, don't know what it is. He just doesn't yeah, which like is me. crazy. About I think the it's beef, the mustache. It's something with the mustache. He did tell me you had a rat face one time, and I, yeah. I mean, that was off air and <laughs> private private conversation. I probably should have shared that. Sorry about that. <laughs> It's a he has a phobia of, of, of facial hair. That's that's the big thing. Uh, he's he's okay with you having it though because you're old like, and old people. Yeah, you know. it's to cover up all the wrinkles. Right. No, it makes sense. He also has a fear uh, phobia of of you know yeah wrinkly faces. So it's dual edged sword there. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, we we are a video game podcast. <laughs> we will be talking about. Uh, PlayStation State of Play this last week, Samoa Joe getting cast in Twisted Metal, and uh, Pokemon Scarlet and, oh, sorry, my notes here just deleted, Scarlet and Violet uh, getting a new trailer, and the release date when it's coming out. So we're going to talk more about that later. First, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers. We have Kajunior, Bleep Bloop, and Eddie Martin, and our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys where you can support us starting at just a dollar a month. And uh, that gets you uh, episodes early and ad-free, such as episodes from this show, as well as episodes from our Super Gamer Book Club, which uh, is hosted or was hosted by Adrian. We'll see if he's left us. I mean... Maybe maybe you'll have to take it over. Uh, <laughs> I can't read. Oh, you don't have to read, but you do have to play video games. So that kind of disqualifies oh, I can do you that. as well. Yeah, so, no, I can do that. I mean, can you? You have to beat a game a month. It's hard. I can yeah, barely no, I keep up. I, I can barely I keep up. There's times it comes down to the wire for me. I'll tell you what. Um, I could always BS and pretend that I played the video games that we're talking about on the book club. Not like I haven't done that before. <laughs> Not like you haven't done that before. What? Wasn't it like Dead Space? 
It was uh, Dead we did, Space. It was we yeah, did that, Dead Space. That, that was and, the last uh, one we did with uh, with Zetch before uh, rest in peace Zetch. He uh, left yeah. us, and uh, he uh, yeah. I, I at the end, you told me that yeah, everyone stepped off the call, and you're like, dude, like I didn't finish that game. I'm like, really? Because you were <laughs> the way you were talking about it was extremely convincing. So behind yeah. the curtain, you can only get that episode if you support us on Patreon. That whole first yeah. season hosted by Zetch, you can get by supporting us as well as yeah. uh current uh, uh uh episodes hosted by adrian um you get those as they come out at the end of each month otherwise you got to wait two months to get the uh uh the episodes but uh yeah the, <laughs> there are some the- listeners that love that episode that are like oh my gosh you mean jj never actually finished that game he didn't really that blew my mind when you told me i'm like you gotta be kidding me just record a whole episode and it's all a lie it's a lie we're lying to hey, these people. I I look half BS'd and then there was a good amount of synopsis reading right before recording. Okay. Busy life, <laughs> okay. man. At the time I was running a business. Well, what's funny is I mean, I had beaten it back in the day, but I also didn't beat it that time, remember? Because I was playing on right. PC through Steam and there was But some... you were struggling to answer some of the questions. Yeah. And, well, and that's why you were like, how did you know so and I'm like, yeah, I didn't. You... I just <laughs> I, I was planning on beating it and then my my save corrupted. Uh, and I was just like, I'm uh, and you didn't I'm, want to go back and do, have to do everything I didn't, again. I didn't yeah. have enough time to do, even if I wanted to. I was it was like a couple days before because it's not a super long game, but yeah, I got to the point I'm like I guess what I played is what I get. Like, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Uh, and yeah, it had been so long since I played it before. I was, there was a couple of times like I was struggling to <laughs> come up with something because it was 10 years ago more when I played this. Uh, but uh, going back to the current Super Gamer Book Club, the new episode right now is Super Mario World. Uh, that's right. The Super Nintendo Classic uh, with Patrick Ellers and... I don't have his last name. Mark. Patrick and Mark from Digital Cartridge Society. We'll say that. Um, the free episode. So if you can't support us or you're on the fence thinking about, oh, do I want to? Like, is the book club worth it? It 100% is. But if you don't want to take my word for it, you can get it for free uh, on any podcast feed and on our YouTube channel. Um, but if you go to your podcast service, do a search of Super Gamer Book Club, you can get episodes from two prior so right now the free one out is streets of rage 4 with eddie martin fantastic episode uh and if you do want to check that one out i'd recommend even check out the youtube version because as actual gameplay we played it live while we were talking about it so you can listen to us play it and talk about it or watch us play it and talk about it uh, a lot of fun this month we did announce it is crisis core Final Fantasy VII for PSP. That's going to be uh, coming later this month. So get playing if you want to uh, listen with us, play with us, and hear our thoughts on it. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, one last shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Uh, we appreciate you so much for allowing us to, to do that. It's fantastic. I love it in the background. Unfortunately, JJ actually can't hear it. I can hear it a little bit. But it's on the edited into the show later on for you all to enjoy kind of as a nice little buffer. That's that's what we enjoy is like uh, we, we want our podcast to feel like, hey, we're all just buds hanging out and there's tunes on in the background. And uh, yeah, I think this really helps kind of give a nice cohesiveness to the podcast, a little more chill, relaxed vibe. So thank you, Yate and Jack Sriracha for allowing us to to use that um and making our podcast that much more just yeah enjoyable to listen to and relax to 
All right. It's now time to check the mail. All right. Where's where's the bit that Adrian had that he? Uh, oh, because I didn't. You know, I, what I, mean? I, like, I just figured you'd have a bit. Thing. But oh, yeah, you're right. Adrian, did, he didn't. He didn't leave a bit with you. I thought he was gonna leave a bit with you. No, we always like Adrian always does it. Well, yeah, I, mean, I he's know, but supposed to do he, it. he always does it. But I just figured he'd leave it. Leave it with you. He didn't leave it. He didn't leave you with a bit, huh? No. So, so the guy literally just goes and does another show, and then he doesn't leave us a bit. What kind of a host man. are you, man? He, Adrian. Oh, Adrian. This is pathetic. Man, to think that he would go not only cheat on us, but then leave us hanging here with a bit. Mm-hmm. Man, what? What a! I can't believe it. That's hard. It hurts. That cuts yeah, deep. You, but you know what? Um, we're gonna be the bigger man here. We're just gonna move on, and yeah. uh, and you know, save 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 our ideas for next week. You know what? Don't we? we let, let's just move on. It's you know what, Adrian. We forgive you. It's fine. You know. Do we though? I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of a little. Oh, I'm a little hurt right now. Little, little you know, hurt, like I was hurt. expecting okay. a. The, the bits have been getting pretty good lately. I feel yeah. like he's. You're really coming into his own with this. Um, I feel that you're letting everybody down, Adrian. You really are. And I love it, Adrian. I love that you're going to be listening to this thing and you're going to be like, oh, man, they were just pounding me. They're like just hammering me. That's what we do when you're not at the show. I know. Somebody gets hammered. Any, yeah, when you're not here, you get destroyed. When I'm not here, I get destroyed. Adrian, this is just the first time it's happened to you, so you've never right? not been here. So what, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, this is this is this, you have, this is what happened. Credit, he's always here. He's yeah. always been very consistent until now. Until now, you know what I mean? right? So when we needed him most to have a mailbag, bet he wasn't here. Right. No, he me? was not. Ah, oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into these questions. Uh, <laughs> I, I just noticed I always forget about the Twitch chat. Sorry about you guys over there. Uh, Skylon says unforgivable. And then Yogurt Archangel <laughs> says rest in peace, Adrian. Pouring out for our homie. <laughs> um, all right. So, so is Adrian now in the place that Zetch is in? Are they, are no. they occupying no, 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 no. the same realm? <laughs> Adrian's not dead. He's cheating on us, remember? There's a difference. <laughs> A- Zetch died. Adrian's just straight up cheating on us, and he told us about it. <laughs> well, I <kinda laughs> didn't even try to be bad. sneaky about it. I don't know if you're aware, but like I'm having I'm having dinner with dead Zetch like on Thursday, so you know that that's like our uh, our, our week or our monthly date. You know, like we go out <laughs> and we have. So I mean, and he looks fairly alive for the most. He is pale, like extremely pale. I will tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. He, uh, he's so white that he makes me feel like I have a lot of melanin. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, now I wonder if he's noticed. I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed in the Discord. I renamed our bot that talks and does announcements to the Ghost of oh. Zetch. <laughs> Did you notice that the Ghost no. of Zetch has been has been fake that's, banning? Has they've been fake banning people, and that's what does our announcements. Great. So we just went live a little bit ago in the Discord. It says the Ghost of Zetch says hey the super gamer boys are live go check them out oh so, man that's awesome so you'll have to tell awesome. him i don't know if he's noticed but you'll have to ask him like, hey, have you noticed I'll, I'll bring it up for sure because we all know he's not listening to the show because he's dead but you know yeah <laughs> they don't they don't have spotify and here wherever he's at no 
All right. Uh, this first question comes from Paul Purdom from Facebook even. Uh, we don't get a lot of questions from Facebook, but if you're on Facebook, follow us over there and write in on the comments. Do whatever you got to do. Get your questions over here. We appreciate it. He asked, the Gran Turismo movie, we talked about that last week, uh, makes me want to ask, what was each of your first vehicle and what did you want to be your first vehicle when you were 16? Okay, interesting question. So when I was 16, I had a, a Fiat, a small white Fiat, a little two-car, a two-door car that my dad had had in the backyard for a long time. And my idea was that I was going to get it fixed up and have a cool little sports car. Yeah, that never ended up happening. <laughs> I, I never ended up getting that thing going. It just sat there and then eventually got towed off to the dump. Uh, my first vehicle was a red Mazda pickup truck, and I, I bought it from my brother, from my older brother, for $700. And uh, I used it to go to and from work for a little while, working at a at a Motel 6. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was great. It was a little five-speed, really cool little truck, and I smoked a lot of weed in it, like <laughs> ungodly amounts of weed inside of that little truck. <laughs> oh man uh my dream vehicle was always uh, a subaru impreza wrx i always loved those little like so my connection to it was through gran turismo and doing like the rally races and stuff getting the, the wrx sti doing the pikes peak races stuff like that like so dirt rally races I was like, oh, man, it'd be a, such a sick car to have. I always loved like the, the Subaru blue, like the wing on the back. Such a cool car. Uh, my actual first car was uh, actually pretty, pretty nice. Uh, I was surprised it was a gift from a family member. Please um, be a station wagon. God, please be a station wagon. <laughs> oh, you go ahead. It was a Ford Explorer Sport Track, so not the SUV, um, but I had the. It was mm -hmm. like the truck. It was a. It was the SUV body with the, the bed on the back, basically. So what I'm um, what I'm picturing is literally like a station wagon. I'm picturing I mean, a station wagon right now. Okay, how close am I? I mean, it's a it's a truck, so not really. But I guess if you want to, <laughs> I loved it. It's it wasn't like a full size pickup, but dude, like it did all the things a truck could do, and had like it was really comfy inside, lots of space. So like having that during uh, right, during, uh, during so school, it was like, like a shagging wagon, huh? No, so you see all kinds of ladies in there? No, no definitely not. Dudes, <laughs> lots of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> not that way not that way <laughs> you heard it here first folks hey it's pride month and garrett is is just gonna go ahead and say it out loud so good for you buddy i don't know no, is it pride no, month no, no, i really no. don't know we, that or not we uh no, it was a perfect, uh, perfect for like uh, doing doing trips and stuff up north. We, I had it when I lived in Wisconsin, so we'd go up north. Had four wheel drive in it, good for the snow, good for going on paths and stuff like that. So I, it was a great vehicle. It was it was awesome. Destroyed gas like nothing else. In like a year after I got it, the exhaust uh, rust like rusted through right before because the salt on the roads, you know, up north with all the snow and the ice and everything. Uh, right before the muffler. It like rusted through. So you would hit the gas. Absolutely no silencing happening on, on this exhaust. It was straight pipes right out of the end. Just burr, burr, 
like it was great. <laughs> Eventually, I had a friend weld it, you know, some plates over it and get it all fixed, patched up and fixed up. But oh man, like it was, it was a lot of fun. I would like bomb around school with it, and everyone was like, oh. Garrett's back from work or whatever and come up because he had to go up the hill and he was gun it just like roaring up the hill. Uh, that was a fun truck. I I kind of miss it. Not gonna lie. Um, all right. This next question comes from CJM. They ask, who was one A-list movie star that could lead a game based on one of their movies? For example, Tom Cruise and Top Gun or Daniel Craig and James Bond. Uh, and they put a stipulation on there. It can't be someone who's already been in a game previously, which not a lot of actors have, honestly. So it doesn't tighten us down too much. But what's a movie? Essentially, what's a movie like made into a game that would have you, you think the actor would carry over well into like voice acting and such? OK, uh, this is probably going to sound kind of funny. That's actually a great question. Um, I'm picturing Ben Stiller in Night at the Museum. Okay. So I think that that could be so much fun that there's so much to that. And there's so many different places you can go in the museum in that, you know, you're trying to keep these, uh, you know, exhibits from escaping the museum. And you can go to the, the Wild West stuff or like with the little managers or the Egyptian stuff. Mm. I think there's a lot to it. There's so many different movies that several of those different tropes could be used in a very big game. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, man, I've been, I, I was, I was really stumped on this one for a while. I was trying to figure it out. The only thing I could come up with is, um, the new, uh, wow. Why am I blanking? Um, Oh, the new Jurassic Park movie is coming out here in a few weeks, or I think it's coming it's this week, right? This week or next week. But it got me thinking it'd be really cool to get like a game of the original one with those original like voice actors and stuff like that in it. Like, I don't know. I know there was Jurassic Park. Yeah, game there, there, was on... a, there was a Jurassic Park game recently that had. Uh, uh, oh, really? Jeff Goldblum's voice in it, I thought. Or maybe he was just in the commercial. Okay, because I know, I know, like back on like what was it like Super Nintendo or Sega? Like one of those. There was a Jurassic Park game. I feel like wasn't there, um, but it like obviously they didn't have voice acting and stuff like that in it. But I was like, oh man, imagine like Unreal Engine five graphics, like like oh. Jurassic Park with, you know, and 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 maybe not exactly, you know, spots for spot for the movie or whatever, but. Um, yeah, they had to figure out ways to add a little more action into there. But I think it'd be fun, like bring back yeah, all the voice actors, have them act in it and stuff like that. That, that that's that's the only thing I could come up with. Um, I think would be kind of fun because yeah, the old Jurassic Park games were fun, but I don't think they ever featured the actual actors, uh, which they're all Jeff Goldblum, um, Laura Dern, like yeah, all freaking amazing. Uh. This next question, last question here, comes from Kajunior. And now this question, I had to ask him to define what he meant by this. <clears throat> and hopefully this is helpful to you. He asked, he, he, he uh, I won't say stole. He was inspired by Eddie Martin <laughs> in this question. <laughs> What's your Mount Rushmore of video game aesthetics? 
And I asked him in Discord, I said, define aesthetics. <laughs> what, do, what do you mean by that? What the heck does that mean? Uh, and he came back with vibes, which I don't know if you know what vibes are, JJ. I know you're old and you don't understand all the lingo, but no, I'm just kidding. No, do tell. Uh, <laughs> do tell. <laughs> uh, vibes, <laughs> architecture, design, and characters. Um, so basically what I'm getting from that is like, well, architecture, architecture and design, I feel like that's almost could be broke down to like setting. So vi- vibes. <laughs> so the feeling you get from the game, the setting of the game or and or the characters in the game. So what is your video game, Mount Rushmore video game aesthetics? Do you have anything off the top of your head here? Yeah, right off the top of my head is uh, like the Wild West, man. Like, I love that aesthetic a lot. So give me give me like a, you know, an outlaw, you know, robbing a bank type of aesthetic mm-hmm. and uh, dusty saloons and whatnot and bar fights. That That's my thing right there. And nice. Yeah, I would say I love that stuff. I also huge fan of uh, of anything with zombies. So so put me on the map for zombie stuff. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. I'm having a hard time coming up with like at Mount Rushmore. Is f- we're looking for four of them here. Well, we can come uh, up with four all together, right? Like if I come up with two, yeah, you come yeah, up with two. That. We can do that. Um, yeah. Well, the the thing is, so I also have... Adrian here. We have a hard time thinking. We don't <laughs> yeah. have the brain capacity. Not and at all. Uh, honestly, please, Adrian, come back. Please, just please. <laughs> um, I I'm also a huge fan of the post apocalyptic, but I think it's it's a little different from zombies, though. I I enjoy zombies. Yeah. But I really enjoy just anything post-apocalyptic like. <laughs> um, Go ahead and say it. Go ahead, dude. No. Ahead. Well, we all know thinking it. I, I'm wondering if this is a spoiler or not. The game came out like, what, three, four years ago now. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic. Yes. You don't you don't know that necessarily going into it, right. but there you I go. I didn't until now. Good job, <laughs> Garrett. Thanks. <laughs> um, or like one of my all time favorite series is the Fallout series, like Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout Four. I love like that kind of genre of post apocalyptic. So not necessarily zombies, but just like hey, something horrendous has happened, and here's humans trying to figure it out. Um, and especially Fallout, like I think that's one of my honestly top franchise of all time like i love just the humor in that game and stuff too um the characters are always crazy but uh so post-apocalyptic and then i really do like i'm trying to think of some other games i like the cyberpunk aesthetic as well even though i feel like cyberpunk 2077 wasn't designed well or implemented well what they designed and built in that world is spot on with like the type of stuff I like. Like I would, I, I so badly want like that game to be good and maybe one day I'll go back and try it. Now there's been so many updates, who knows, maybe it's a halfway decent game. Um, but yeah, that I, I, that's right up my alley, which <clears throat> you could almost kind of say go hands goes hand in hand with the post-apocalyptic thing, even though technically an apocalypse didn't happen. The world's still in a pretty bad place in cyberpunk generally. <laughs> you know, you look at a, or even like a Blade Runner and stuff like that. Like that's, I, I really like that aesthetic. So yeah, post-apocalyptic, cyberpunk. 
I'm trying to think what else are my games. I guess <laughs> I was going to say you're not going to say Death Stranding. You're not going to say like Hideo Kojima. Uh, are my you just trying to my not... favorite my favorite aesthetic is, is Strand games. I love Strand games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's I, I'm there's just only like, one on, Strand game so in all existence. No, I mean I did think of of Death Stranding, <clears> but I was trying to figure out like there's no I was trying to figure out the aesthetic to it. Like what is the aesthetic to sure. it that I like? And I think what I like about it, and I have found in some other games, is the uh, when games build moments around like a, a part of the soundtrack or the music. Uh, and I don't, I, I'm sure it's in some case, in a lot of cases, it's intentional. Sometimes I just think, especially Kojima, just accidentally stumbles upon it and gets lucky. Like, there's no way he's actually that good all the time, right? <laughs> but maybe he is. Um, yeah, there's this those move moments, and there's other games too where, uh, or even like movies you watch where, like, yeah, the, the soundtrack, and obviously movies that that is the other way around where the music is built around the scene to make it feel that way. But in games, sometimes, especially in Death Stranding. Like you're just walking through the world, you're in full control of the character, so it, they can't, you know. There's only so much they can do to control the environment. And man, like yeah, Death Stranding walk through that world, and when Low Roar, when that's the name of the band that he uses a lot in that game, when their music kicks in, it's like oh my gosh, like it's so inspiring. And then the next time they use a the song, it's like oh my gosh, like so you just feel the dread in that moment or the fear or the un you know unnervingness of it and or sometimes you're just walking through a meadow and it's just so calming and relaxing you're like oh man like this is beautiful and serene here like i don't know so i don't know if that's an aesthetic at all but just chill i love chill games as well so <laughs> games are just like wow i can just uh sit back relax and just yeah have the music just kind of take me where it wants to like i don't know i've always been huge into music i love music i love playing instruments so it's always been a huge part of my life so in games as well it's like a huge thing for me if i don't like the soundtrack the music a lot of times like the game just doesn't vibe like i won't touch the game i'm like oh no i don't like the music not there but i don't know do you feel that way like with music or oh. is it, are, are you kind of just like eh, no it's it's whatever like i, I like it no. when i like it but i don't like it it's whatever <clears throat> No, I'm 100% with you. Like anytime that music is able to draw you in to a scene and help expound upon that feeling that you're supposed to be feeling, it's awesome. There's so many awesome moments with music that that combine what you're seeing visually on the screen in games like God of War. God yes. of War, sometimes oh, when man. the music just kind of builds up into something you're seeing on the screen at that one time. Yeah. And that music just, man, they just did such a great job. Some of the yeah. music is done so well in some of those games. Sometimes uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, just merely being on your horse and like going through one scene to the next and like the music is playing and like you're feeling all these twangs and like, you know, they're playing like this country western, you know, little ballads and stuff underneath. And it's just muted just enough that it's just, it's kind of, you're feeling it as you're going through and you're riding this horse and you're in control and you're in the middle of nowhere. And it's like, man, that music helps resound those feelings inside yeah. of you. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe yeah, I word that wrong. I, I said ch that chill aesthetic, but what I actually, now that I think about it, like that's not it at all. It's, it's like an emotional, like I love the emotionally charged, <clears throat> those emotionally charged games. That's what it is. I don't know. Like where in, especially with that use of music, like, yeah, when, when games are 
Yeah, it's not just something because even like the Uncharted games, as much as I love those, I didn't always feel emotionally attached to things. And I think it's because of that, even though they, there's a good mm-hmm. soundtrack in the game, like it's the songs in there and the music there is fun to listen to. For right. me, it was never it never gave me an emotional feedback right. where also, yeah, like, like when you mentioned oh. the same thing that never happened with with Last of Us, the original, but wow. Last of Us 2 completely used music with a lot of the yeah. a lot of the scenes that they were cultivating to create those moments for you like they uh, really used music very well in last yeah. of us too i i beg to differ I, even the first one when i replayed the first last of us game uh for right before the second one came out remember because i was like oh, i'm gonna play the first one and the second one and then i chickened mm-hmm. out on the second one because it's too much for me <laughs> um uh-huh. i uh there was many many moments in that game where like i was literally like brought to tears because that game like all of a sudden it just fades to black and you just hear the guitar still picking because that's how they would like end a chapter is like all of a sudden it would just Mm -hmm. like jump cut to black or like fade to black and like but the music you'd still hear like the rustling of the leaves and like the do 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 like the spanish like kind of guitar in the background like oh my gosh like oh that dialogue was just that was too much like the argument that fight that whatever it is that the tension so i mean that game has always killed it with music last of us is incredible for that but so there you go you got you got a mount rushmore five between the two of us so (laughs) i don't know do you have anything else uh that kind of that no no just nothing that can really that can add on top of that yeah All right, cool. Well, now it is time for the news. It's now time for the nerdy news. All righty. This first news story is from Gabe Gerwin over at GameSpot. And uh, they write, PlayStation State of Play, June 2022, biggest announcements in games. That's exactly what it is. This is just a summary of the State of Play. I'll give you the quick summary. But I think we all know what we're going to talk about here. There's kind of two main things that, that we're going to talk about here. So <laughs> two main games, you mean two main games? Exactly. Um, so let me go give the quick rundown of everything. And then actually Adrian texted me his thoughts. I will read his thoughts and then we can discuss. Starts off with a trailer. From totally out of nowhere, total surprise, absolutely incredible trailer for Resident Evil 4 remake. So we got the Resident Evil 2 remake, 3 remake. Now we're getting the 4. Man, uh, for someone who's only played, I've never uh, 100% completed 4. I mean, I've told you that guy's out on the show before. I've played the first little bit. For me, it was just like, it was hard to, it's hard to control. And I don't know, I had, I had a million other excuses, but it's just kind of like, ah, eh, like, I don't know. I tried to play on PS4 a couple years ago. I'm like, I don't know, like not right now. I, was, I was just wasn't feeling it. When I saw this, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like I will 100% play it with updated graphics and updated controls. Like I cannot freaking wait for Resident Evil 4. Um, sorry, I said we weren't going to give our thoughts yet. Resident Evil 4 remake. We got Horizon Call the Mountain, which is a PSVR game coming out for PSVR 2 soon. We got the announcement that Spider-Man is coming to PC. We got our, I don't know if this was our first trailer or maybe a, maybe a second trailer of the Callisto Protocol uh, made by X Dead Space uh, devs and co-creator Glenn Schofield. Uh, Street Let's Fighter. Let's go! Yeah, that this 
this looked amazing. That looked amazing. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that. Street Fighter Six was announced. Roller Dome was announced, uh, made by the same people who made Ali Ali. Um, Final Fantasy 16 got a pretty chunky gameplay trailer. Uh, and then a bunch of other PSVR games that were announced that are, yeah, coming out for kind of getting people hyped for PSVR 2. Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to bring up Adrian's thoughts. He did send me a big chunk here. So here he says, my state of play impressions, Resident Evil 4, baby, nothing more to say. Uh, the Callisto Protocol looks terrifying. We should make JJ stream it. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy 16 looks insane. The summon battles are super interesting. It's gorgeous. And that trailer theme song was epic. Stray would have most likely done well on its own, but it was a great move adding it to PS Plus. Um, that's the kind of futuristic uh, game where you control a cat. Um, we heard about yep. it like a couple years ago and then it's been crickets and then it just came back with a date and then they also said hey if you have PS Plus it's free for you which great move that's awesome uh, which Re- it actually looks really fun I was actually surprised by that yeah uh, Resident Evil 8 and Horizon are looking great on PSVR 2 but I need to see more titles Season uh, which is an indie game that Adrian's been stoked for for a long time Unfortunately, a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Uh, season continues to look phenomenal. I love the new trailer. Gave some insight into the story. Still a front runner in my upcoming titles to look forward to. And then Street Fighter 6 seems to be coming along well. Not too sure about the open world, but the fights look really good, like a mix of Street Fighter 4 and 5. And then uh, he also, he's uh, he's on the campaign trail to uh, get a PS5 crowdfunded for him. So here's the, here's the gist. <laughs> We, we were having a discussion. He's like, I vowed to never buy another PlayStation, but I never said I wouldn't I, I, I wouldn't accept one as a gift. Graciously so, accept one. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. Adrian wants to play some of these PS5 exclusive games. If you have the feeling it deep down in your heart, reach out to him. He's he's looking for a PS5 from a from a generous donor uh, because, again, on principle, he doesn't want to buy one, but he also really badly wants to play the games. I'm like, I don't know if that's how it works. I was, I was like, clever loophole, Adrian, but you're still supporting them by getting a PlayStation, right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so that's it for his thoughts. JJ, yeah, I want to hear some of your thoughts on these things. So, yeah, Resident Evil 4, Callisto Protocol. Yeah. What do you think? <clears throat> what, did, what did you think? So lots to unpack, dude. So State of the Play, I watched it actually earlier on today, just kind of caught up on everything that was happening. I know I'm a couple days behind. But <clears throat> first out the gate, VR2 looks pretty good. Uh, one of the things they're bringing back Village and they've given it the full VR2 treatment, mm. which that game is terrifying. It's absolutely gorgeous. I think anybody who's really into VR uh, is going to really enjoy some of the games that they're offering up in this. Uh, the the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Call to the Mountain or whatever it was, yeah. that looked really, really good too. Yeah. I, I have to tell you, not a fan of VR myself. Mm-hmm. I've had some issues with being very dizzy and feeling like crap mm-hmm. after playing it. So I don't think I'm ever going to be picking this up. Um, I'd love to play it at a friend's house and check it out for a little bit, but it's not worth the investment for me. But some of those games really do look like they're fun. And I mean, you remember playing Resident Evil 7 in, in VR is yeah was absolutely terrifying yeah uh five that, five years ago that, when so. i saw that they were bringing village to vr i'm like 
seven was absolutely terrifying. Eight would just, I don't know if I could handle it. And especially the freaking dollhouse. If I had to do that dollhouse in <laughs> VR, I was already peeing my pants on stream. I, it's on the highlights. If you go to our Twitch channel, you can go down to the highlights and watch me like have a panic attack at the stupid baby <laughs> thing, whatever, this cr crazy creature, the dollhouse. If I had to do that again in VR, I'd probably just have, a, you know, I'd just die. I'd drop dead. I don't know if my body can handle it. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I ever told you, but I actually had one of those baby dreams after playing Village. Really? And uh, it yeah, it, that was a terrifying thing. And I did have a, a little bad dream about it at one point. And I thought, am I done playing horror games? Is this it? No, Is this how no, it all I'm going to keep, I, I got to keep going. I got, you know, all like, right. Okay. In it, in so it to win it. We, I, I just have to look over at the chat and look, look at this. Oh, uh, homeboy is here. The, the cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Oh, uh, uh, okay. He says the rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Um, and then he also says, we got a couple of grade A chickens here. He's calling us oh, chickens. Really? But he's the one who like won't even touch a horror game with a 10-foot yeah, pole. He, does, so he doesn't play I, horror for that reason. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't, yeah. That's a little <laughs> trash talking, buddy. Uh, <clears throat> That's the only well, trash talking we've done still... this whole episode of Adrian. We haven't done any other trash talking this episode. Not at all. Not I at wouldn't all. go back in the and look at any of the you know, previous moments of this show. Just, uh, <laughs> But, man, we miss you, buddy. We really want you to come back. So yeah. I've been... I've been defending you the entire time. I just want you to know. Uh, so speaking of other things that we talked about in the state of play, Adrian had some great, great feedback on that and some always good takes. I wish that he was here in person so we could be razzing him right here in person. Uh, but as far as like my feelings, there were two games. There were really two games mm -hmm. that stood out and that were like the things that I'm like, oh, man, I'm hyped. And you heard the reaction from me a little while ago. Uh the Calypso, uh, was it Project? Callisto Protocol. Or Protocol, Protocol. Oh my gosh, man. This game looked insane. This game was insane. Now, I I'm not going to blow what you said about it because you said some stuff about it. You have thoughts. But I love this type of game. And it looked terrifying, dude. Like super terrifying. And, and for me, that's like, oh, I got to play that in the dark. And, oh yeah, and I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing that game, and I think we got a, a release date on that one, December of this year is what they're tentatively saying, of the Calypso Protocol, and then the other game that is the big one, was Resident Evil 4 Remake, mm -hmm. and this game looked fantastic as well, really updated, and it looks like that's going to be out March of 2023. Yeah, it's coming next year. I think you got that. Yeah, March 23rd. Um, and right now it says, this says the game is scheduled to launch on March 23rd, 2023 for PS5. Like at least, at least initially, no other details come out. I would imagine it's coming out for everything because all the other ones have, but that is interesting that they only mentioned PS5 in this trailer, um, at least on the state of play. Capcom, they, Cap, Capcom might have released a trailer separately on their sure. channel that had other things, but on PlayStation, they only talked about the PlayStation. Um, I don't recall, but was Village out on other things immediately, or wasn't it like a, yeah. a time? No, it, it was everything. Oh, okay. Thing, as far as I remember. My mistake. 
Um, I thought it was, I could have swore it was a timed release where it came out on PlayStation first and then, and then later was, was opened up to Xbox and PC. No, I don't think so. Um, I, I know, uh, Capcom's always had kind of a more special relationship with PlayStation. I mean, that's where Resident Evil started. Um, and then especially because they're doing, so that's the other thing is not only are they doing Resident Evil 4 remake, but they also announced that they're, uh, it's going to be Resident Evil 4 remake in VR as well. And they're doing, yeah, like you mentioned, Village and uh, something else they're bringing to uh, to VR. So they're bringing all sorts of things to VR, all, all sorts of Resident Evil for you. So all the spooks that you wanted first person, come and get it. Um, but no, uh, Callisto Protocol looks absolutely bonkers crazy. I am so excited for that. And yeah, I was telling you before the show, I, I watched it. And I just hadn't heard anything about this in a long time. I hadn't, I hadn't watched anything about it because uh, we got a trailer. I think it was like a little teaser like a while back. Uh, so it kind of like left my mind and forgot about it. But after watching the trailer at the State of Play, I'm like, oh, man, it just feels familiar. Like there's something about it. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> oh, duh. Like it's being developed by like all, a lot of the ex visceral people or like the people from who worked on the original Dead Space game. So if it feels like dead space it's because it's made by all the people who made the original dead space so i'm like oh yeah okay i totally forgot like it just left my mind and when it came back i'm like that makes so much sense but it also gets me so much more hyped because i mean dead space is a incredible game like i would say almost 10 out of 10 game that you have to play um and I know initially when we heard about Callisto Protocol, we were worried, like, okay, shoot, like, is this going to be an issue? Like, are they going to be able to handle bringing this top-notch type of game to, you know, uh, our, uh, uh, you know, trying to make another Dead Space? Is this possible? And after seeing this trailer, it it seems like they're on the right track. That's for sure. It's still to be seen, but, boy, it, sure. it, it feels and looks real good. Um yeah uh oh what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say as far as the the resident evil 4 just to touch back on that they they showed us a lot like a substantial amount like much more than you would think it wasn't just a quick trailer it was a trailer and there was a little bit of gameplay involved and then kind of a little more story arc to to uh, the trailer so Mm -hmm. i was really happy with the extended look at it so i mean they really they really gave us a lot with it yeah no super stoked um i thought this was a fantastic state of play we haven't like i feel like in the past state of plays have been fine uh but honestly this one like the whole time like this is this looks awesome this looks great this looks awesome this looks great oh i'm excited for that like this at state of play has such good pacing and such good announcements even if like the psvr stuff who knows i might not ever touch it because i might not ever get a psvr too but I don't know. There's something about this state of play. I'm like, oh, this was a banger. Like, this is really good. I was really surprised. So kudos to PlayStation for kind of upping their game and uh, bring us some cool, cool announcements in a in a, in a fun way. Uh, I think that's that's all the kind of the main thoughts I have for state of play. Was there anything else you want to talk about? Any of the games or? Um, no, I don't think anything else really, really stood out. I mean, the, the VR stuff was cool. The, the two the two big ones obviously yeah. with Callisto Protocol and Resident Evil 4 that just look really really great 
Um, I think, uh, honestly, end of the day, this was the best data play we've gotten in a very long time. Yeah. Adrian here in the chat actually says it could wind up being even better than Dead Space, talking about Callisto Protocol. And he even says this is the first actual state of play. Like to him, he almost feels like it's like <laughs> they actually did it this True. time. So very good. Um, the last thing I just want to leave on, I'm just going to say this and we'll move on, is uh, all the PlayStation fanboys need to chill out over Spider-Man going to PC. Like... <laughs> there's already like five other PlayStation exclusives that have gone to PC. Like just let it go. What's one more? Who cares? Like the more people who play these games, the better, right? Like it's just funding all the PC players are just funding more PlayStation games. So chill out. I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of, essentially it's getting a remaster. You got a, it got a remaster to go to PC, right? Uh, Well, it it would be, it's, it was already remastered for PS five. And so now it's just getting ported, they call it, ported over to PC. So it's, it's not getting any extra features. They're just taking it from PS5 over to... And and they didn't... Well, so they didn't uh, announce it on the state of play, but later uh, Insomniac announced it that also Miles Morales will be coming as well. So Spider-Man Remastered is on August, and then Miles Morales coming uh, a little bit after that. So, but yeah people this poor pissed off on the internet like oh they're stealing all of our games blah 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 it's like chill out like games are meant to be played and it's awesome so good on you and i'm sure i'm not the only one who had this issue but when they were showing that i actually i actually thought it was like oh we're getting some more footage of the new spider-man so i mean that says a lot that it looks so great uh in that port so yeah um all right this next new story AEW wrestler Samoa Joe will play Sweet Tooth in the Twisted Metal TV show. Uh, this is from Chris Scullion over at VGC. Um, we talked about the TV shows last week. We even talked about Twisted Metal. We're like, what in the world are they going to do with this? How is this going to work? Um, and it was interesting. Now, just this last week, some uh, info was announced. So actually, earlier in the week, it was announced that Sweet Tooth was going to be voiced by Will Arnett. But it's going to be portrayed physically in person by <laughs> Samoa Joe or Joe uh, Sanoa, I think is his actual uh, real name there. Uh, Deadline now reports that the former WWE US champion and TNA world heavyweight champion will play the character with Will Arnett providing his voice. Sweet Tooth's smiling clown face is the most iconic, iconic image in the Twisted Metal series featuring on the cover of all 10 titles in the series to date. Um, there's not much more to like, we didn't get any more information about the show or anything like that, but, uh, I think it's apropos that they chose this guy because first of all, he was the TNA world heavyweight champion. He was the NXT champion, the WWE United States champion, the ring of honor world champion. Now he's an AEW superstar. And the thing about Samoa Joe is everybody always chants when he's out there, Joe's gonna kill you. The crowd, literally 15,000, 20,000 people will chant that stuff. The guy is a monster in the ring and he's got an ample back, just a giant back. And I think it's big enough to carry the franchise of the Twisted Metal. So we knew that Twisted Metal was going to eventually get some type of a series. That was something that we talked about like two years ago, I think it was. Um, a little side note, I actually got to work one show with Samoa Joe at the height of his powers uh, when he was wrestling for TNA, now known as Impact Wrestling. Hmm. And very big dude, very large guy, very, very sweet guy. 
like one of the nicest people that I've ever met. That's awesome. And he was a big star when he came and did the show. And it was like, he did not act like a big star. He acted like a normal dude. Very good dude. Is that, so is that couldn't the happen best? a nicer guy. Isn't that the best when yeah. people are just like super down to earth and chill and not like, you know, they don't have a stick stuck up their butt or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's really cool. I, I'm if anything just really interested like as they start announcing casting and stuff like that for these shows I'm like okay like show me something like I'm really curious where in the world you're gonna go with this like how is this gonna work how are you gonna get a TV series out of this I don't see it still but you know what they got they got the right person they got the right person you know who playing Sweet Tooth especially once he gets a mask on and then honestly Will Arnett with a voice I'm like okay I can see that like I, I wonder if they're going to let Will Arnett do his Will Arnett thing, like where he kind of gets goofy, or if they're going to try to keep him a little <laughs> more straight. But that, that'll be they're gonna, interesting. He's going he's to get goofy. He's going to get goofy. That's what, <laughs> that's what Arnett does. Yeah. You know? Oh, I mean, he can't help it. I feel like anything he does, he just he has to. But yeah, it'll be interesting. But I just wanted to, a little follow-up to last week's news story. Like, okay, we got these things announced. Here we go. Here's some, <laughs> some, some castings, apparently. So... <laughs> Crazy stuff. Uh, this last news story um, is uh, from IGN, written by Joe Scrubbles. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet get a November release date. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet will release on November 18th, as revealed in a new trailer. The game will feature a new open world structure and four-player co-op for the first time. The trailer shows off a lot of the new, new mainline Pokemon games world and introduces two new legendary monsters, Coradon, who appears in Scarlet, and Miradon in Violet. These two Pokemon are said to have powers that far surpass those of other Pokemon. Reads a description on the Pokemon website, but details about Coradon and Miradon, Miradon are shrouded in mystery. We've already gotten a look at the game starters, Brigatito uh, and Fuecoco and Quaxley. This trailer reveals a number of new regular monsters too, including a teary-eyed truffle pig called Lechonk. <laughs> Imagine <clears throat> a pig that's just like as round as a basketball with a little pig nose and these little sad eyes with like a tear dripping out of it, like super sad crying named Lechonk. Like, it's the cutest thing you've ever seen. Honestly, when they showed it in the trailer, I, I was just like, I'm going to have an entire party of just Lechonk. Like, I think I wrote that in the Discord. I'm like, I'm just going to have six Lechonks in my party. That's going to be every... Like, I'm going to try to beat the game like that because it's a pretty cute, pretty dang cute Pokemon. Um, we also saw a new grass-type Pokemon based off an olive called Sm- uh, Smoliv. <laughs> It looks like an olive, and his name is Smoliv. <laughs> and uh, Palmy, a new electric mouse Pokemon. Um, so, Are they just scraping the bottom of the barrel for names on those things now? I mean... Uh, yeah, the answer is yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. It, it, there is definitely a shift in, in Pokemon where it went from being like... So a lot of the original Pokemon were based off of real animals, but... Yeah, the names they were given and stuff like that were they were they were more animal like. I don't know when the switch happened. It's probably one of the games that I didn't play on like the three the DS or three DS, but there's this weird switch where Pokemon went from being animals to being yeah, objects and food. Like Smoliv or Garbador, which is literally a trash bag full of garbage. Uh like stuff like that. It's it's 
still hard for me to kind of wrap my brain around because yeah, I wasn't there for the change, so it doesn't make sense to me, but it's a thing. So yeah, go check out that trailer though if you're interested more about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, it was really fun to watch. I know JJ, you don't care a lick about this, so I'm just gonna get. I can't even. I, I would just keep going because I feel I'm like gonna, a jerk. <laughs> I would just, yeah. just bash on it. Go check it out uh, because yeah, the Pokemon are cute. The world looks incredible, and freaking four player co op. And we got to see the new professors. There's two of them this time around, uh, and uh, they both look actually really cool. Not gonna lie, they're de- <laughs> they definitely Sorry. look like people I would want to be friends with. Allergies. So yeah, thank you for that, <laughs> JJ. All right, that is it for the news, unless you really want to chime in on Pokemon. Do you have anything for us? Anything? What's your favorite Pokemon? I really enjoyed Detective Pikachu movie. That was a very fun movie (laughs) with Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) I really did. I didn't think I was going to, but I took my son to it, and we had a great time. Okay, Yogurt Yogurt Archangel in the chat makes a good point. He says, what about Generation 1? There's a magnet Pokemon. That's literally just a magnet. There's a pile of grime named Grimer. There's one literally a Pokeball. Okay. You know what? Yeah, I guess it's always been crappy. It's always been. <laughs> but there's... Yeah. I guess you're right. You can't defend there's it. Just, there's it's... just a... There's there's a different... I don't know how to explain it. There's, there's a different feeling, though, to those newer Pokemon. Like in Gen 1, like... That made sense for whatever reason to, you know, eight, mm-hmm. eight year old me <laughs> where now adult me looking at a bag of trash. That's a Pokemon. I'm like, what the heck? Like, but no, <laughs> no, you're right. It's always been weird, but it's it's just gotten more weird. That's the thing. It went from like weird to bizarre. That's the change that happened. Uh <laughs> All right. Well, if you have nothing else to add to the Pokemon discussion, now it is time for our ad. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry, with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the part of the show where I tell you to go to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there. You can give start at just a dollar a month. Uh, that gets you access to episodes early and ad free such as this show such as super gamer book club hosted by uh adrian uh who as you all know is out cheating on us right now uh i mean he's in the chat so i i guess he's done um (laughs) oh shoot he is in the chat trubbish slander will not be tolerated he's he's upset (laughs) he's upset that i was talking trash i I was talking trash about his trash pokemon um (laughs) so uh Go go check us out there and uh, yeah, get those episodes early and ad free, and uh, it's you know great way to support us on the show. Like I said, starting at a buck a month, five dollars gets you show notes early. Kind of know what we're gonna be talking about ahead of time. Leave your own question, comments, and concerns right on the on the show notes on the doc. Um, Ten bucks a month, you can be a sponsor. Fifteen dollars a month, you can be a Patreon producer. That 
not only is this a cornerstone of uh, continuing our show here, uh, but you also get to pitch segments to us and uh, help us uh, kind of, yeah, form the show in one way or another. If you have any fun ideas, so you can support us over there and kind of pitch it. And we think it's a good idea. We'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot for sure. So thank you all so much who currently support us. Not that you're listening to this because they listen ad free. But if you do happen to listen on the Sunday's regular feed, we do appreciate you. Um, and uh, uh, oh, if you want to support us in another way, maybe a free way, maybe you're like, hey, I don't have the dollar to spare but I have Amazon Prime. I don't have a dollar, but I have $130 to spend on Amazon Prime. Uh, (laughs) With your Amazon Prime, you also have Prime Gaming. And with Prime Gaming, you get a free sub every month, which basically a sub would normally be five bucks here on Twitch. Costs you zero dollars. We still get that five bucks. So throw that our way. If you have Prime Gaming, give us that free sub. We would appreciate it. You have to re-up it each month. It does not go automatically unfortunately but um yeah if you're listening here now and you're like hey i want to support you i do have amazon prime make a twitch account throw us that sub we would very much appreciate it all right let's get back to the show all right jj this is that part of the show where I ask you what you're playing. Okay. I was prepared for this completely. I didn't play any actual games on the actual systems, but I did play Candy Crush quite a bit on my phone. Okay. There was a lot of time sitting around with my phone and I have completely become addicted the last couple few weeks to Candy Crush. And I'm getting fairly far in this game. I don't know if you've ever played it before. Yeah, yeah. But like 10, it 10 is years one of the ago when it came addicting. out, I played it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, okay, I'm just getting to this party. And let me tell you, I'm addicted, dude. Like this game is ridiculous. I find myself finishing finishing a little bit. And then like I'm itching, like, okay, I gotta go to sleep right now. But man, I just kind of want to play a little bit longer. And I'm itching like crazy. Just to, you know, I gotta I gotta go a little bit more. I'm not spending any extra money because I'm not like my kids, you know, (laughs) that are like, hey, I need to get like a ten dollar. You're not all up in those microtransactions. Oh God, no, I hate that stuff. That stuff kills me. (laughs) I'm like, no, you don't need to. No, but I need to, Dad. You don't understand. Yeah, you're an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, no. Uh, so I've been playing. I've been playing that, and that's been it for me this this week. I just haven't had any time to actually play any regular video games. Yeah, um, I am unfortunately in a similar boat. Uh, my <laughs> oh, here I was feeling horrible, Garrett. My both my boys got sick. I got sick, and. Yeah, so it's just been a rough like last like couple weeks really. Even like last week when we talked about what you're playing, I'd like barely played Crisis Core, and that's all I was able to play this week as well. I played like two or three hours on Sunday, Christ more Crisis Core. Um, I'm getting deeper into it. That is the book club game for this month. So if you have a way to play it, go check it out. Whether it's you know it's on PSP, so if you have a PSP, you can play it. If you have a Vita, you can probably get your hands on it. Um, or if you have other ways of emulating it, yeah, you, you know, that might be a way you might be able to play it as well. Maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, I, 
I, I am enjoying it. I, I realized I was playing it wrong at first. So hmm. I jumped into it with like a real trigger happy button smash kind of mentality. I was like, bam, 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 like whack, like just beating everything to death with my sword as fast as I could, you know, and just healing myself every once in a while when I needed to. And I was like, I think I'm playing this game wrong because there was this enemies. I wasn't dying necessarily, but there was very difficult enemies that I felt like shouldn't be that difficult. And I realized like, oh, they're, they're sh it's not necessarily some enemies you can just spam attack and just destroy them. But it's not necessarily designed to be like a, a button mashing game. Like there is supposed to be a little more intention and strategy and dodging even. I don't think I've used the block button once in this game. There's a block button, and I haven't hmm. used it once until just, you know, the other day, right at the tail end of the time I was playing. I'm like, oh, if I get triangle, like, he puts a sword up and blocks attacks. Like, why haven't I done this before? Um, so, yeah, I've kind of am slowly um, figuring out, okay, like, how, how to properly play this game, basically. Um, <laughs> and uh, as far as the story and stuff, I... I'm enjoying it, but <clears throat> I, I'm still wondering, and I need to, to talk to Adrian about this. I have not played the entire story of Final Fantasy VII. I've never played the original one. I've only played Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is technically only, from what I've heard, only like the first like third of the story. Like there's still like two thirds of the story that I just do not know. And so Adrian originally said like, oh no, this won't spoil anything. This won't ruin anything, but I don't know. I've been playing through it and maybe it's not spoiling or ruining anything, but it's it's my brain is like on overload trying to connect dots because there's <laughs> characters who are bad guys in seven who are my friends and teammates in this game because it takes place before it's a prologue kind of thing. Um, and OK, in this game, they're not bad or they're they're bad, but not really bad or they're not like i don't know there's all these like lines i'm having a hard time connecting and i wonder if it would make more sense if i had the full story of seven but or maybe not maybe that's the point maybe i'll get to the end of this and it'll be just fine but um that's been my other issue with the game so far but other than that it is fun uh it's fun to get back in that world and uh, the cutscenes are incredible like especially on a i'm i'm amazed how much data they're able to fit on the little cart on the PSP on the little PSP. Yeah. Like when you're watching a cutscene, yeah. and it honestly, granted it's, it's a cutscene, So it's like a video. It's a pre-rendered movie basically is all it's playing. Mm -hmm. But the, the, these pre-rendered cutscene movies that they're playing, I'm like, that looks just as good as what the final fantasy seven remake looked like on my PS4. And it's on my little handheld <laughs> PSP. And this was, this was wow. a game from like what? 10, no, 15 years ago or something. So, that's, Kudos to PlayStation cool. for absolutely killing it. The cutscene, or I guess PlayStation didn't make it. Uh, Square Enix are just killing it over there with the animation. But yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Um, oh man, Adrian's up here in the chat talking crap. Hang on, I thought the show was called Super <laughs> Gamer Boys. Not much gaming go. Not not much gaming going on here. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, he he did comment on the combat thank you adrian for confirming that yeah i did not have the combat nailed down very great um but okay he says he wants me to keep playing it all right i'll keep playing i'll keep playing it 
All right, guys. Well, that's it for the show. Thank you all so, so much for watching live here at twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys, uh, for watching later at youtube.com slash Super Gamer Boys, or for listening on podcast feeds later uh, on all your podcasts, favorite podcast services, Spotify, Apple, whatever, Google, Overcast, Podcast Addict, literally everything. Anything you can think of, we're there. Search for Super Gamer Boys. You'll find us. Um, if you really, really love what we do, and you want to support us over here, help us to keep making bigger, better content, more shows, whatever it might be. Uh, we would love to be able to do it with your guys' help over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Remember, you can support us at just a dollar a month and up. Get different perks depending on what level you support us at. Very much appreciate it. Uh, we're getting close again. We've gotten a couple new Patreon supporters in the last couple of weeks. So it's like, all right, are we going to get that $100 mark, that $100 goal just so we can do that new show? Hopefully, hopefully soon. Um, you can also support us over at sgbstore.com where you can buy some sweet merch. We got t-shirts, we got stickers, we got mugs. Go check it out. We got some fun stuff over there. Uh, shout out again to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us, allowing us to use their music on our show. We appreciate you so much. And uh, please go give them a listen. I have links to Spotify. Uh, there's Spotify links in the show description below or find them on Apple Music as well. And Bandcamp, I think you can buy their albums as well. So just go look for Yate, look for Jack Sriracha. Incredible, incredible stuff. Uh, Finding Sir in the Week at supergamerboys.com. Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang. Uh, JJ, where can they find you at? You guys can always find me over at Twitter and Instagram at JJ Purdom. And of course, you can always go and check out my other podcast produced by the Super Gamer Boys. It's called the Suplex City Wrestling Podcast. Go and give me a follow on at Suplex City Pod. We talk each and every week about wrestling news and notes. And of course, this week we'll be talking about the four greatest tag teams of all time. That's this week's episode. Yeah. Um, and one last thing, actually, I just want to say that this Thursday is Summer Game Fest uh, by Jeff Keeley. And uh, it is, I believe, at 11 Pacific time. Uh, me and Adrian will be live reacting to it. So come back here, twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys where you can watch us live reacting to the live stream with some big gaming news and announcements. Remember, this is kind of what's replacing E3. Um, Jeff Keighley started it. It's been going for a, since COVID, I think so it's 2020. So last two years, this will be the third year. Um, and now that E3 is not happening, a lot of big announcements could be happening here at Game Summer Game Fest. So join us Thursday morning at 11. We're going to live stream our reactions to that. Watch it together. So if you want to watch it, you can watch it with us. It'd be a blast. So twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys Thursday at 11 Pacific time. All right. Uh, that's all I got, JJ. Take us away. <laughs> okay. Well, what a fun episode, bringing back the classic of Garrett and I working together this week. Sans, Adrian, Adrian, we miss you. Can't wait to see you back here next week where you can uh, add value, humor, and intelligence to this otherwise uh, completely unfunny, unintelligent show that we do each and every week about video games. For Gucci, Garrett Morlang, and myself, Juicy J.J. Purdom, we are the Not Much Happening Gaming Boys. No, wait. No, nah, nah. We, <laughs> we are the Super Gamer Boys. <laughs> we will catch you on the flippity flop. 
Adrian sucks. Are we? Are we allowed? He does, dude. That sucks. Are we allowed to say that? You guys always say it about me, so yeah, we can say it about Adrian. He's he's not here to say it. So, hashtag Adrian sucks.